0: It's February, and we're back. We'll talk about that. Oh, uh, it's chilly. I'll tell you what. It's actually 65 degrees today. No, it's not. Yeah, it's going to be 67. Well, it's going to be,
1: but it's not right now. Well, I mean,
0: but yeah, but that's still high for the month of February. <sighs> John. Do you ascribe to the whole weather in Tennessee being so... I guess up and down. We didn't. Have, we haven't had a winter. I haven't, I if can't. you don't
1: like the weather, give it a minute. <laughs> just wait a minute. Welcome to Nashville. Yeah, every every place that I've ever lived said that. You know, every every place in the. I think every place in the country. goes, If you don't like the weather here in Topeka,
0: I thought L.A. Though you just got out from L.A. You isn't that's it true. Like, they, don't pretty, that yes. they don't say that in California. They don't say <clears> that in California.
1: Yeah. They just say, if you don't like that, hope you didn't lose your house because it's so expensive. That's what they say there. <laughs> it's a,
0: they put it on the license plates. Yeah.
1: yeah it's long. It's a long state motto. <laughs> yeah. I was in LA and it was uh, perfect weather both days and it's, it's unbelievable. And then you just, then you have to get in traffic though. Yeah. Traffic is soul sucking.
0: That's the, that's the trade off.
1: Yeah. And then the fact that most of my work is on the East coast or Eastern United States. So I would have to be in a. 4 a.m. flight every day to get here to do the shows, yeah. so I just could never live in in California. But
0: are you in a Texas. Fa- Are you a fan of time zones, or are you like one of those people that think we shouldn't have them?
1: I don't. Is that is that a thing? Is there a movement oh, to yeah, eliminate people time like, zones? Yeah, yeah. i mean Hey, just let
0: it be what it is. If it's it's going to be if it's if it's one o'clock but here, then the
1: sun's going to go down. It. At- Whatever, 2 yeah. o'clock well, in one of adjust these You just your life. It's like living in Alaska. You know it's going to be That's dark. That's what you get, California. That's right.
0: I mean, we're literally trying to relabel the mm-hmm. way the world's time works.
1: I'd be okay with getting rid of daylight savings because it's irritating. You think so? Yeah.
0: You don't like having a longer
1: I just think you leave, leave it at the longer day, though. Oh, okay. You would yeah. leave it at daylight savings.
0: Yeah. Just well, to... so what would that do for us right
1: now? I don't know. Wasn't it instituted for farmers and stuff? We're getting ready to be really uneducated again. <laughs> Someone's yelling right now. I think it's about farming. And so, you know, as we've become a less agricultural nation. Yeah. Uh, and more industrial and that more sounded, tech. That sounded intelligent. Okay. Then, then I think that it's less necessary. It's more irritating to people who are just like, oh, I gotta, we got to go back an hour now. They're just, we're bummed right. out by it. And then, of course, we're in Central Time Zone. It gets dark at four thirty when that starts, and you're just like, yeah. it's it's depressing." You get off. You're driving home in the dark from work. It's literally depressing.
0: Yeah, like people experience much. They do higher levels seasonal of depression.
1: affective disorder, which spells. Sex. It's the only. It's the only disorder that spells what it is. I like that. Yeah, like there should be like a gastrointestinal disease that spells out fart. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> like I have frequent. Uh, I don't know what it would be. Let me see. I don't want to try even to even discern one thing. Frequent the, the acute. Frequent acute. Uh, um, what's one of the respiratory R's? Respiratory. Turbulence. We just need an R. Frequent acute rectal turbulence. <laughs> it's, uh, I've got a uh, fart. They don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so it spells sad. Seasonal infections or spells sad. It's wonderful. Whoever came up with that is like, oh, I think I got something here. <laughs> Whoever came into the whatever the office of disease naming, they were like, "I got something for you today, fellas."
0: <laughs> I don't know if I can go on. <laughs> that is the most intelligent fart joke I have ever heard. Thank you. I'm uh, on board. Pride myself. I'm on board for that. Wow, listener. I mean, if any, yeah, they used
1: to sell those lights. You know that if you had seasonal effect,ive you could, you know, it was like you had the. the you remember those? like the the the. It was like a fluorescent a fluorescent no, light. Well, I don't know
0: incandescent. If it's, I don't know one of
1: those. But they would you would just send those it's like you get vitamin d at your desk basically yeah because that's what it is it's vitamin d you get from going outside and so when you when your half your day is just in a cubicle and then you go outside and it's dark now to go home yeah yeah it's depressing just naturally yeah it's how, it's, how we're wired we're wired to be outside more than we are now as a culture it's hard to because i always
0: have a book deadline usually in january february and yeah. it's like you have to just give in to the fact you're gonna you're gonna be productive in the dark. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm better in the light, I think I am. This is not oh, metaphorical. Man, is wow. Isn't that true, there. though? Aren't we all, though? <laughs> Isn't that just like our Lord? But no, I just, I don't know. You just, you kind of, lots of coffee helps. Like, I'm yeah. just going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to just, just put my head down and go for it, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. But
1: I don't know. Do uh, you, take, you take vitamin D, by the way? I take a multivitamin every day. I, I
0: take vitamin D. I take a lot of vitamin. And I take though. iron,
1: so I, I don't get anemic. I
0: take vitamin D. Yeah, I take CoQ ten.
1: What does CoQ ten do?
0: So, I take since I take Lipitor for cholesterol.
1: It you CoQ ten sounds like a hip hop star. It is it's, it's, <laughs> like he's on tour with Pitbull.
0: <laughs> yo, what up, CoQ ten, yo? <laughs> I'm replenishing your cellular level. Uh, it does. It replenishes at the cellular level. <laughs> 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 it's a uh, so it it so like when you take. Cholesterol out It also removes CoQ10 a natural Substance in your body That oh, helps with okay. your cellular health So I don't
1: need to take it If I'm not on Lipitor
0: Well I mean I don't know I, I could help Are you back on it's Supposed to replenish Like helps your mental Are you mental- back on Lipitor back on. I've never been off.
1: I thought you went off it for a while. No. And then your cholesterol spiked to 500.
0: My cholesterol spikes
1: anyway. My buddy Rick Roberts talks about, like, he's got the highest in the regions, or he's got the highest in Wilson County, so he's going to regionals next week, or whatever. Because <laughs> he's like a skinny dude like you, and he's got yeah. high cholesterol. He's taking well, it's the familial.
0: There's research about the fact that you can't do anything about familial, and it may not be harming you at all. Like, chles- oh, really? cholesterol based upon your food is one thing, but cholesterol in your body based off of... So, you know, again, not to...
1: It doesn't tell increase us. your stroke risk
0: and all that? It- my dad had great cholesterol, Yeah, died of heart disease yeah. at, at 67, sorry, at 68. My mom has the highest level of cholesterol, mm-hmm. like, that, her family, it's, it's, like, off the charts. Like, it can be as high as 600. Oh, my gosh. And she's never had any sort of heart issues at all. Huh? And the family doesn't seem to deal with the heart issues the same. Um, so, like, there's this, so they're doing all these other tests now of what it is. You saw that video, right, with the guy, the time machine. Oh yeah, who comes into the to the to the kitchen in the seventies or whatever? The bathrooms in the kitchen—that's what's so funny about. It. He yeah, comes he's out, telling
1: what to freak out about at that era right. of of what we don't know eat about that food. egg, right? Yeah, right. he's right. like, keep,
0: eat the eggs, right? Just the not I mean, the yolks, the whites, yeah. Yeah. you know. Not that, and then he keeps coming back.
1: Okay, and you know what? Eat the whole egg. We don't know. We, if only yeah. we had a way to know what our paleo ends. And then he's
0: like, figures out he has a time machine and he comes back. Hey guys. Those we we were wrong about the paleo ancestors, yeah. those guys had issues like that. They're not doing well, right? Yeah, <laughs> so
1: he's like, Yeah, it's like the paleo diet we're gonna eat with the caveman. Ate uh, Tim Hawkins has a bit about that. He was like, Look, if the caveman had a candy bar, he'd eat it, okay? He'd eat, he'd eat the candy bar, he'd eat the wrapper, then he'd eat you, okay? you would be like, Oh, it's got too many carbohydrates, you know? <laughs> yeah, the caveman
0: diet. No, My cholesterol came down. My doctor is retiring, which we
1: love. So, your your health doctor. levels are getting better just in time. Just in I time. think this is dubious numbers. He's like, Yeah, you're good, John. Yeah, I'm gonna go
0: ahead and <laughs> I kept the voicemail. I'll let Andrew hear it because my it's boat's so- paid off. So, you're good. <laughs> uh, you're all set. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Yeah, my uh, Andrew and I, our families had the same doctor, and so okay. So it's so funny because we all know each other. Like Andrew would take you. Do they you
1: violate out. HIPAA, like tell you about each other's no, stuff? That's weird.
0: But he'll, like, like I'll come in and he'll be like, hey, what you writing right Man, now? you're doing
1: better than Andrew, I tell you what, that <laughs> guy. <laughs> Don't tell him I said so, but he is in trouble.
0: Uh, I'll come in he'll be like, what you writing right now, John? And I'll tell him, he's like, oh, that's right, Andrew gave me that book. So like it's oh, so okay. f- it's so funny like we'll talk so we'll have other things that aren't HIPAA relative, yeah. but he left me a voicemail. He's so kind, and so I went to him like the day before his retirement, mm-hmm. and um, he called and he did my. He's like, "Well, John, your cholesterol came down. Uh, yeah, it's because I've been on keto long enough. They say that your body regulates, but I thought it would it wouldn't. But it spiked to like three seventy five. Now, listener, listen, that's not a big deal for my family. Three seventy five. Three seventy five is yeah. That's, you, that's your baseline. Yeah, it's like for me. That's like that's just normal. I'm not sure, but we are going to send me to a lipid clinic specialist uh, at Vanderbilt because they will. They're doing the research on the other kinds of parts. So it's not like you may have high cholesterol. but The question is, is it sticky cholesterol? Right. Is it? Will it cause blockages? Right. Does it, so that's the whole thing. And we've done these scans of my heart, and and from at least what this scans a calcium score. Mm-hmm. There's like zero percent plaque, but yeah. then you can have narrowing. So I don't know how it all connects it's like a sure, variable you can't be like oh this one says i'm great like there's always other right. variables you that's
1: know? the hard part is like i'm one yeah. of those guys if you go to like five doctors but then one doctor's so like hey, you're you could be okay you're like that's the one i'm gonna right could you, you want to believe that guy
0: can you conceivably come up with a way that i might be okay sure okay great so he called and he said, so it's down to 310. So it came down with 65 points. All right. And he was like, that's still really high. Yeah. But I'm just not sure. It's a, you know, it was great. And then he told me, John, you like, he looked through all my other stuff. And he's yeah. like, your kidneys, man. He's like, you have the kidneys of a 20-year-old. Oh, wow. And I was like, guys. That's something I can't I've, really brag about online. Wow. So some people have muscles and that they post like about That him. sounds like
1: a setup for a joke. I've got the kidneys of a 20-year-old. They're in a, They're in my freezer or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a serial killer.
0: hi It never gets yeah, – those, yeah, those kinds of jokes don't fly well in our market. It reminded so. me – when
1: you were talking about your doctor, uh, it reminded me of one of my favorite – like there's jokes they are called like street jokes yeah. or joke jokes like the, just comedians tell each other and they, they get passed down. Nobody knows who really wrote the joke. Right. There's an old one like that where a guy goes to his doctor – uh, to get test results, doctor comes back in. I got good news and bad news. He said, all right, what's the good news? He says, you got 24 hours to live. He's like, that's the good news? What's the bad news? He goes, I forgot to call you yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really dark joke. Yeah, it is. But you've got the kidneys of a 20-year-old. I tell you. Yeah. What does that mean? You just, you're peeing, you're filtering, uh, you're peeing a uh, lot? Apparently, again, I can't
0: tell. I guess I could tell if I didn't, maybe, yeah. but yeah.
1: Like, I just, again...
0: I'm happy some of the organs are doing
1: well. You know what I'm saying? I guess, man, it's that's like I, You need well, to say, pick. Your spleen is It's the CoQ10. Your cell at the cellular level, <clears throat> the cellular cellular level. cellular level. Cellular level. Sounds like a tumble. At <laughs> a oh, cellular level. Uh, <laughs> shocking news today from your Linden. uh <laughs> President Ford. Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford. 83.
0: Yeah. No, uh, so I was happy, though. Yeah, I'm glad to have good kidneys. That's good. I'm grateful. I really am. You know, I'm one of those guys yeah. that, especially being around as much, like, dark things. I go to hospitals a lot. You know, yeah. obviously my dad had, had rough last couple years of his life. And I do find myself being grateful for things like, oh, this doesn't hurt when I when I go to the bathroom. Or, oh, I can still see really well. Or, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's a... Uh, and that's good. I, I do. I think I thank God for those things. Like I'll, and this may sound silly or trite, but I'm just like, oh man, I'm I'm really glad I can as much music and heavy equipment <laughs> as I've worked with yeah. in my life. Loud music and and loud equipment. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful I can hear. You know. So anyway, it's just. Uh, uh, but my kidneys are doing well. Doing well. Okay, you go flouting your kidneys. Man. Oh guys, let me tell you. Some people yeah. post about again. You can't really post about that on Instagram. What are
1: you going to put a picture of? You know, you find a you find a, a kidney like, like a Googling, drawing in like a medical. Yeah. yeah. Hey guys, check you these guys, out. This mm-hmm. is an artist's rendering of what my kidneys uh, probably then, look like.
0: Well, I take vitamin D. I take to- CoQ ten. I take vitamin C. Yeah. Then I take my. It's a really low dose Lipitor, but it's a. It's called a Vorastatin. A Torvastatin. Sorry. It's the generic, and then I take. um uh, grapeseed extract. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then I take. Um, I have newt. Uh, magnesium. That's not something you need for, for keto because that gets deplen- re- deplenished. That's not a word. Deplenished? Depleted. <laughs> Depleted. And then I replenish it. So, yeah, I take. Yeah. I do. I, and I ha- I've gotten sick a few times, but yeah. my, my theory on the vitamin thing is this it's not that it necessarily keeps you from getting sick, though You if you're not sick, you don't know what got you there. Mm-hmm. But. It helps me stay sick long – or less time. I'm not sick as long. So, like, if it, if it happens, sometimes I'll be like, I think I was sick, but it wasn't – I never, like, dive-bombed. Like you. When you call me from the road sometimes, you're yeah. like, oh, man, it happened. I'm swallowing razor blades. I'm going to the clinic right now.
1: Yeah, to get the shot. Yeah.
0: I mean, so that happens to me occasionally, but it happens yeah. less. And if it does, sometimes I don't get to razor blade status. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, you know, this is just – Like, I swallowed plastic. You know, it's kind of uncomfortable, but not razor blades. So, right. Yeah. Just pieces of plastic. So,
1: yeah. I don't know. I, you know, there's people who think that vitamins are worthless, that they just, you're peeing them all out. Everybody says that. No, you're taking
0: them all at once and your body's not.
1: It's like, how do you really know? I I don't know. I'm sure that, I mean, people, there are people out there who've done studies, but I don't know. The anti vitamin lobby is huge. Yeah. They're trying to, I don't know. I take, I take two Flintstones chewables. That's what I take. (laughs) It's very, cause I, I I just figured out that that's they got everything I need and it's like I don't like taking pills. It's like these are so yeah. I just take two. Fun Why do you not like taking pills? I don't dude, know. It's so
0: much faster.
1: I don't, I don't have to chew, dude. I have I have a protein. I can't be chewing stuff. I got a
0: protein bar I get from Costco, and I kid you not, man. I think I burn 300 calories just trying to chew the thing down. Yeah,
1: they feel like they're growing. Oh my gosh! While you're chewing it,
0: I don't want to. I don't want to work out while I eat. I just don't want that.
1: Yeah, uh, I think Sam Allen t- said that the other day about ham. I can't remember if it was over Thanksgiving. I think she was like, "I don't like ham because it feels like it's getting bigger in your mouth. Like it's <laughs> there's more ham than when you started. It's true. <laughs> there's something about ham." Uh. There are other foods I can think of that'd be fantastic, like wings. If they just continued to grow, yeah, that'd be fantastic. More,
0: more wings. I have good friends who just started keto. By the way, shout okay. out to Matt Linnea. Now I've said your names. Uh, you have to do this. And I was like, guys, you will keto cult. Are you in? You will eat wings like kings, man. You're just gonna you're gonna live this life. And they're like, we ate it tonight. I was like, absolutely. It never gets old.
1: That's what needs to be our restaurant. We just need to serve wings. It needs to be a keto restaurant. John. Absolutely. Call it wings, 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 Then we could pick wings, wings, wings. Hello. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> How may I <that> help you? <laughs> <laughs> but see, but people are going to want the barbecue. They're going to want the sweeter wings. That's the thing. If you have a wings place, they're going to want variety. Well, you it's can not use or whatever. I mean, you can. Yeah, that sounds real good for you. Actually. Hey, do you have honey barbecue? We've got Zerithmital. Would you like cancer? <laughs> because that's what we don't know what it'll cause yet, but probably cancer. The truth is you can sweeten with, with stevia. Stevia is the one, man. Plant-based. Yeah. But we don't know yet. Stevia is pretty new, so we don't know yet what it's doing to us. But it's that's, plant-based, be honest, yeah. No, no plants, plants hurt nothing, anybody. Plants I got this ever. poison
0: ivy that I've sweetened my tea with. Yeah. yeah. No, but stevia. It sounds around. like you're a
1: weed advocate now. You're like, God put it here. <laughs> If we get to heaven and it's okay to smoke weed, I'm going to be really upset. Are you? That we... You feel
0: like you're missing out now?
1: Well, it's like, you know... But we made such a big fuss about it. We made it. a big fuss about yeah. weed. And what if we get to heaven? And God's like, I put it there for you to get through your lives. Right. What is wrong with you? Yeah. You're being so sanctimonious about weed. I just would feel really let down. Yeah. I do feel like that That from a legal
0: perspective... Yeah. And again, I'm not I'm not advocating the legalization. Why are you wearing
1: a huge pot leaf shirt then, John? <laughs>
0: <laughs> everyone knows i 'm really Why negative, are all your clothes made of hemp into the
1: drug culture everyone yeah. knows that <laughs>
0: no i I do feel like that the number of people who are incarcerated over the issue yeah, it's you know ridiculous. now it 's one thing if you 're operating a motor vehicle or whatever and you 're yeah. endangering others but like to 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 put it to a place where we literally from a taxation standpoint and then from a cultural standpoint. I mean, like someone's life being ruined over it, right? To that level that we put into it. Well, versus... some states
1: are decriminalizing. And I wonder what'll yeah. happen. It'll yeah. they'll, just, they'll have to release all these people eventually, right? You can't. You can. Can you retroactively? I think like there's people serving life for three marijuana convictions. Like from that three strikes, you're out policies of the clinton administration wow. like there's a documentary about that about the war on drugs there, and how. It's there's such a huge life failure. for pot. there are people well some of them were dealers probably had more than you know just a, yeah. a you know enough to use was probably enough yeah, to sell but, yeah. but it's like yeah this idea of like we demonized and criminalized uh it, to the umpteenth degree and so yeah there are people who are serving huge long sentences for this
0: like i understand and even then the the criminalization part of it or the incarceration part of it related to like meth and related to heroin and mm-hmm. i mean drugs that that are absolutely so dangerous for killing people and obviously with with all of the things meth has that,
1: drano in it right and the thing and it's you know i, I get it i'm i am I'm mad at meth users just because I can't go by Sudafed without having to sign a clipboard. Dude. That's why I'm mad at you guys. I know.
0: It's like, guys, I just want to, I'm just stuffy.
1: They're on the other side of that glass and they go, I need your driver's license. You got to sign this to get your. Yep. When I'm on the other side of that glass, I don't know about you, but I put my hand up there and I'm like, I'll wait for you. I pretend (laughs) and I pick up the little phone that it's, uh, I'm on death row. I'm getting as a lawyer. (laughs) <laughs> it's yeah. it's going to work out. Yeah. I'm on my fifth appeal. <laughs> just give me the suit of head. No. And to be clear,
0: it's so funny. I, I know we're so afraid to have intelligent conversations because the, the world is so extreme. Well, and
1: sometimes we're just being silly. But, we're biting though. Somebody could yeah, soundbite me. Like, that's true. They're pro They marijuana. love. Us. Yeah. It's like, okay. We, it, le- we're amateur marijuana. <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> 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 um, we haven't made it to the pros yet. We haven't yet. made it to the pros yet. One day.
0: I'm just saying, I mean, it's okay to say like this, this, I know why that, I, I get to yeah. say no to drugs. I get, I get where we were. I get the gateway conversation. And everybody
1: knows the one person who's always like pro uh, decriminalization of marijuana. And they're a huge pothead who lives in the basement right. with their mom. You know, They're 40 and they're like, weed doesn't do anybody. Any- it right. doesn't harm They're like, dude, this is hard to you. It's t- hard t- to you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But you can be harmed by food. Yeah, like you could, you could, you could have all those same things. Like you can be harmed. I mean, it may just, it
1: may just. You could be forty and it. live in your mom's basement with and casserole. And maybe you everything's could, fine. Yeah. maybe you want
0: to be forty and live in your mom. We don't need to stereotype that. It's okay where oh you live and how gosh. old you are, Johnny.
1: Good man. grief,
0: man! You're you. We need to talk about this with you. Yeah. Your judgment level is it's high. True.
1: But the point being, like, yes. he just lived with his parents. He was thirty three, probably. You know that what? Look, that's you think so? Maybe. Did, he, did it ever say when, Jesus got his own place?
0: Well, we know they were going to weddings together and stuff. But See? still, And she was still telling him what she thought needed
1: to be done. Huh? And he stood up to her, but he did it anyway. Yeah? I don't know. And she was like, Jesus, you need to stop playing so many video games. No, it wasn't any of that. It wasn't, he yeah, was pretty mature. Were, yeah. <laughs> he was pretty together and with it. He was like, My time has not yet come. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I think it's a fascinating story, by the way, One of the most fascinating stories of like the whole Jesus mm-hmm. had intelligent conversation, both with his mother and his heavenly father. We don't have any conversation of him and his earthly father, except when he was 12. But like the whole, yeah, I don't I don't think it's
1: time when he like rebuked her almost. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then, you know, the then he, you know, still dealt with it like he did it. OK, yeah. OK. I will, and the same well, thing he, with his father. I don't want to do yeah. this. Can you take this away? And he's like, "Okay, I won't do it." He
1: disappears in the temple, and then she finds him with the leaders. Yeah, I wonder if that was like a panic moment. I don't know. The Bible does, does the Bible say that she was like scared? Yes. Yeah. So she they was, looked for him for three days. Oh, okay, I didn't realize it was three days or two or three days. Yeah, that's wow. They
0: assumed he was with. So They were traveling with friends and family, and they assumed he was with them. This would have been them. good
1: to have the cell phone. Yeah, like, hey, Jesus, is with me, yeah. everything's good. Or one of those. Three days. Put a tile on him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Track him. Yeah, they couldn't find us. They came all the way back to Jerusalem looking for him because they were already on the road going home. Mm-hmm. And so, talk about like you forgot your cell phone back at the hotel, but yeah. they forgot Jesus. You know what I'm saying? And so, they come back, search the city, can't find him. And they're freaking out. I mean, there's nights that have passed. I mean, where was he sleeping? Yeah. What, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's 12. Where was he? It's crazy.
1: Um, That's the panic moment when you lose your. Kid. It ever happens to every parent, right? I mean how it has happened to you with Sadie, right? Greatest panic moment of my life. Yeah. Laura was You're like in, where are they?
0: Laura was in uh I don't know, Canada or something, like really far away working and or one of, one of her spy trips. I'm not real sure sometimes yeah. that she actually has the job. She she disappears and comes back and
1: yeah. I just, knows government yeah. secrets. Right, right. Um has a new technology that you've never seen before. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs>
0: And so um, we were in Chick fil A. Mm -hmm. I probably told the story before, but Sadie was, we were potty training and we had not gotten very far yet. Mm -hmm. And so she was, you know, I don't know, two or three. And um, like, I put her in the playground. I had my computer and I was outside the glass. Yeah. So I'm sitting right next to her watching her and I'm working on some things. Laura's out of town. And. This big storm comes up, big like tornado warning type storm. Yeah. So people start clearing out, and like you could see the storms. So I walk over, I leave right there. I just looked at her. I walk over, I look out the door to try to assess the storm. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, do I have time, or can we just hang out here? You don't want to take your kid out in this big. You might just sit here and let it pass, kind of thing. I walk back over. I decide I want to go ahead and leave. I walk back over and I don't see her. I thought, well, she's up in the cow or whatever in the car, you know, in the playland. And I get in there and I can't find her. She never comes down the slide. And so then I'm like, "Hey, Sadie, come on!" And nothing, no answer. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of start to get that feeling, you know. And then I start, and I got the dad voice. It's like, "Sadie Jane Driver, right now!" Right. So the whole name, yeah. Nothing. And but all the kids kind of turn. They hear a parent. They all look at me and kind of like. You know, it's like, have you any of you guys seen, you know, nobody, nothing. So then I walk out back to the table. She's not there. I walk back in and check the playground again. She's not there. And I'm like, oh, crap. Like, yeah, somebody when I walked over to the door and all these people left because the storm was coming, someone grabbed her. And then this was the one that got me. I looked down and I saw her shoes Uh. and like that. I'm not kidding. I f- my insides. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, wherever my kid is, there's a hailstorm now happening outside. Yeah. She is not in this building. She is out there. And I know I should be more scared
1: that she's with a stranger or she's wandering the parking lot or whatever. But just that. Well, it just makes it real when you see, like, she didn't grab her shoes even. Right. Like, she's somewhere against her will or whatever.
0: Practically, you yeah. think. When you have a kid, you're thinking about when they're little. And we was just talking to some new parents. Like, You're, uh, you're, I know this sounds gross to non-parents, but like poops are a big deal yeah, because it's a means that they're healthy, not healthy it means that their stomach is working, not working. Like you measure those things. Cause if a kid doesn't poop, is you the, measure what, her poop. Wow. You count how many times? Oh, no, sorry, sorry. You don't measure per se, but, but like you do, <laughs> but you hear parents are like, how does she have poop? Okay. Was it normal? Yeah. Because like everything rides yeah. on those kinds of things. So that's how detailed you are with all these little things. And so the idea of her like little feet hurting, I mean, yeah. you don't, you don't let your kid go without shoes. Right. So I walked out into the main area, And like my youth pastor teacher kind of self came over me and I was like, I told one of the ladies there, there there's a parent there I'd been talking to a little bit. I was like, Hey, I can't find my kid. She was kind of looking and I started to, I literally took this big breath and I was like, I was going to be like, all right, everybody shut it down. No one leave the. I'm like, I was going to go get a manager. You go to the parking lot. You like, I was just going to start ordering people around. Like I was about to freak out and I felt this wet little hand grab my hand. And I turned around, and she was there, and I, like, scooped her up. It was the first time in her life she went to the bathroom on her own. Oh, wow. (laughs) So she literally left while I was looking out the window, barefoot, by the way, walked into the Chick-fil-A bathroom, and God knows what all happened in there. Right. Because she went to the bathroom. I don't know if that was toilet water. I was. I don't know what had happened. All I knew was is is I couldn't, and I never thought to check the bathroom because she'd never been before on her own. She's potty training. And so – yeah, that was the most terrifying. I was I was like off. Yeah for, for twenty four hours. Like right, I, couldn't, right. I couldn't get it back.
1: PTSD yeah. from and, it. And yeah. like
0: Laura, I called her, I mean I was freaking and I was like, Thank God I'm calling you to tell you this but I'm like it was it was like a literal I couldn't gather myself. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't. I couldn't get my myself to come down off of that adrenaline for a long time. So you start thinking about it like, <laughs> then not finding Jesus for two days. Or I, th- I think, man, for parents who really lose kids, kids are taken. Those kinds of things. I, I, it is the kind of pain. Like I can. It's. I'd like to join people and carry weight with them.
1: You mm-hmm. know, that's one you can't fathom. I it. don't
0: know how to do it. You know, it, yeah. it hurts so bad to even imagine. So to be in it, I just I can't. So my heart goes out. But but yeah, it was
1: terrifying for G- for Jesus' parents. I'm sure. So and every it happens to every parent. It seems like uh, I was at a party last night, and somebody was like, "Have you seen whatever his daughter's name was?" I was like, "No," and of course he found her right away. But for a minute, I was like, uh, "I mean, she's at a party with all these strangers yeah. in a neighborhood that she's never been in. This could be bad." And then yeah. he finds her right away, and I was like, "Thank God she's okay." Yeah. But it's like ugh, it's terrifying. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I remember when we first had Sadie, they put out a – it was an Amber Alert, but there was a special needs kid in Mount Juliet yeah. that had had wandered off maybe mm-hmm. or someone had taken. They weren't sure. And so I I remember I got in my car and went out. It was over, over by your area, over by Belinda. Yeah. And I just – my heart, the thought of that <laughs> hurt me so bad. It was like, man, I, and they found the kid, you know. But it's – um, yeah,
1: yes. it's very, very interesting. Very interesting. So – Well, I mean, even, yeah, and then with most parents, I'm sure that they're like, yeah, you're, if they're gone from it, you're like, I'm sure when I find them, they're going to be with the religious leaders teaching them. (laughs) (laughs) Just like Jesus. Let's try there first. Let's look with the religious leaders first, just to make sure, because my kids, I think it's interesting. Every person thinks their kid's special. Uh, As a non-parent, I'm fascinated by that. Every parent thinks that their kid's the smartest and the tallest and the they're going to be, you know, I think it's I think it's just innate. Everybody wants to believe that. But it's almost like uh, it can turn into like narcissism in a way, too. You're projecting your own issues onto the child sometimes. You can yeah. see that in parents sometimes. And I'm just saying this as a non-parent. I'm, I'm fascinated by it. Like one time I saw a comedian talk about it, uh, Janine Garofalo. She was like, when people have kids, they're like, I just realized, you know, like when I had that kid, like, it's not about me anymore. It's not about me anymore. And then she goes, it's about this thing made from me. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. I don't think, you know, I, I, I've, we've tried
0: hard with Sadie. Like we, we know her limitations and what she yeah. struggles with,
1: um, I do believe yeah, that. Yeah, and really, I'm not saying like I, parents should be like, Yeah, my kid dumb as a box of hair. Like that wouldn't make me happy either. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I tell you what, bag of hammers could get better
0: grades. <laughs> I think that every kid is unique. Yeah. I think mean, that's the parent's job right. is to celebrate uniqueness, you know. I mean now their uniqueness may be the same as some other kids' uniqueness in some way, but there is like fingerprint uniqueness. Like yeah. there is something about you that's gonna be um it's like the Enneagram, like, hey, nobody's one number like, hey, I don't mean it in a cynical way either. Things. Please don't no, think I mean it in no, a cynical way. No, no, you're way. exactly right. Because my mom definitely
1: celebrated my kookiness, and I was a weird kid. Well, you know, like the and government— she was just like, oh, man, he's—you know, I'm sure my mom looked at some of my eccentricities and was like, that's interesting. Uh, he's going to have problems in school with that social yeah. awkwardness, you know.
0: Was your job to advocate for your child, for yeah. sure? And then oh, as a youth pastor for so many years, there were people who thought that their kid's universe was different than everybody else's kid's universe. yeah. And that, that's a struggle that right? they couldn't see, you know, but then you had parents like, you know, the Gomez's real well, I, mm-hmm. the Gomez's were the kind of parents that she would always lead with, Hey, we're having this issue, but we know our kids and we know that they're not perfect. And like, you know, and so we yeah. try to be those parents if we go to the teachers or whatever, when we are having conferences and all like, look, are we, look, if our kid right or wrong, we're a hundred percent on her side, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, we're going to advocate for her. I mean, that's unconditional love and now we'll correct her and all those things, but You know, but we know what these issues are X, Y, and Z, and here's why we know also that she's wonderful in in this way, and so let's let's coordinate a plan that has a balance Mm -hmm. of that. Um, So I always tell Sadie, like, hey, even if you got it wrong, even if I have to correct you, even if there are consequences, at the end of the day, I'm in your corner. Like I will be here on your side. and so that's why, you know, I, I would prefer mm-hmm. that you, you know, make the better choices so that if I have to be on a side, <laughs> it's going to be the right one. And I will tell you if it's not, but I won't let, I won't let you not be, you know, protected. I mean, so, so there's like that weird, um, that, that's that instinctive almost feel of yeah. the parenting, but yeah, I don't want to be the parent that just thinks, and you can't get that way. Cause you do, you fixate on taking care, especially most of the modern households have fewer kids, uh, than the than the ancients or even a lot of our
1: grandparents did when they're on yeah. the farm and you want seven so farm there's hands. So there's more focused, yeah, there's right. more focused uh, neurosis on your kids.
0: Oh, my gosh. I mean, I have yeah. one, and I see that the, most of my friends have multiples, you know, and they're like, I just look at it like, wow, well, you know, that my life is less complicated in some ways, and then more, more energy. You know, I was the third, and my mom always will joke with me, you know, like, well, by the time we got to use, like, you know. Uh, has anybody seen
1: John in yeah, the last few right. days? You know, it's like a real. You don't see him in as many pictures, the family pictures. <laughs>
0: <so>. <laughs> like, my doctor always laughs and mom. She does listen to the podcast. Mom, yeah. you're the best mom in the world. <laughs> and you did nothing wrong. This is all for fun. So, but like, they'll ask me, so, so do you have any allergies? And I'm like, well. We think maybe penicillin. So mom had three and one of us had a reaction and she's, you know, t- 30 years later, we're not real sure which one it was because we were all sick all the time and stuff, you know, like kids yeah. are. I uh, just try it. So let's not try it. You know, I always that's say like, funny. I don't want to find out if I have a penicillin allergy <laughs> or
1: not. So we just put penicillin, you know, it's so funny, but, um, that's great. Yeah, you know, getting every family, like you said, every family, i never forget the day that I I found out it was crushing. I found out I wasn't adopted, and it was crushing, John.
0: I got you. To huh? know
1: this is it. This, this is was... my real family. <laughs> it's not going to get better. I'm
0: inheriting the traits <laughs> I'm watching in
1: you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. But yeah, I, I, I say that about parents, but I mean, I'm not being cynical about it because I mean, I'm so glad my mom. My mom was my biggest supporter and. In all the weird twists and turns of my childhood and adulthood, she was so uh, supportive of me, and I'm so grateful for that. And I was definitely an odd person; it was a strange. She had to deal with some things, you know there was some There was some neurosis. I mean, I was a very like I was an old soul. Yeah, I took on the weight of emotionally of my beyond my years. Yeah, uh, you know, I would go into deep depressions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, at, at 13, 14. And, uh, that she'd have to pull me out of, I missed a ton of school for illnesses real and imagined Yeah, and she would just be in my corner, you know? And so I'm grateful for that. I do think, I do think that parents of that generation, I, I try to learn from them, like
0: just roll with it. This is the kid you have. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that I have to be reminded that like we're so, I don't know if it's the idealized culture of social media Mm -hmm. if it's that we're so much we think we're so much more educated on what can happen and what to do with kids you know but you it does it it becomes crippling the anxiety of it can be really really heavy and overwhelming that your kid doesn't fit into the the boxes that you've been handed by society Mm -hmm. you know uh and and you kind of covet other people's experiences because you assume that theirs do because their issue is one that you think is is easier to handle or not handle, but there's like no predicting it. I told, um, I saw our friends Zach and Carrie. You know Zach and Carrie. Mm-hmm. I happened to be out downtown on, on a date, my wife and I, and they happened to be there with some friends, and we saw their baby, who's four months old. You know? Yeah. And at that age, literally, it's a daily change. I was like, but you know, we were just kind of, we don't have some like sage parent advice we're not those people but like hey one thing we can tell you is that it never stops changing like there is never a moment that you're like okay this is how it's going to be now mm-hmm. and, you know, so at 11 it still changes so much and if you can be okay with that yeah, because I'm a person who needs expectations and expectations as we always say are resentments or disappointments waiting to happen so, I have this expectation, oh, this is how it is now, and we've conquered this you know kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that there's not going to be something else immediately right after the fact and and so it seems like like our parents i know my parents were really good uh as, um, and, and and whether the, what they were actually feeling behind closed doors i don't know, but i mean yeah i was I was a very fearful child, mm-hmm. very afraid of the dark, very afraid of um of you know things i could imagine and and spiritual things was very afraid of spiritual things you know i mean a lot of kids grow up i think i was terrified of the rapture you know things like that like terrified it's gonna happen he could come at any moment well Mm -hmm. i believed that Mm -hmm. because it was true (laughs) but now i'm really looking up like oh my gosh it's now you know so there's like constant Mm -hmm. fear of those things um constant and probably i didn't i wouldn't know to label it that but i would say there was depression there you know, yeah. moments I would be low and and not understand, you know, why and how. And I just remember like it it being okay. Uh-huh. I think, yes, they would talk me through it and 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 maybe push me a little bit, you know, to keep going and to be brave or whatever. Yeah. But I never felt like like this shouldn't be you know you shouldn't be this way you know and yeah. I, I hope i've never given my kid that like you shouldn't be this way it's like you this is the way you are today
1: <laughs> yeah and
0: this is what we all do you know we just it, it, again mm-hmm. i think it was jen hatmaker that said that you know we uh parent kids but our parents just raised kids yeah you know like there's a difference you know you she, she always laughed like hey Go out in the backyard, and uh, if you get thirsty, there's the hose. Don't come right. in till dark, you right. know, kind of thing. Like it was okay to be in your space. I don't want to see
1: you till that street light comes on.
0: Right, and I mean, I get it. That had its its downsides, I'm sure, as well. And some yeah. of that's the you know the, the culture we live in, the freedom, and and how dangerous things are, and all that. But what a freedom for the parent, a little bit, to be like, the, hey, hey, parent, that's okay that your kid can do that if if they're at a place where they can, you know not be endangering themselves and things like that. But, um, yeah, just be okay with it. Like I'm trying to be more okay. Laura always tells me, Hey, we, we are parenting or raising the kid that we have, not mm-hmm. the kids that we were. Yeah. And so that's I thing try to fit that kid in your own box, you know, of, of what it was. And then Laura reminded me, she reminds me right now and she's, she's faithful to do so. She was like, Hey, you think, you know what you were thinking at 10 years old, but you really, really don't. No. Like, There's no way you can really know that. So what you have is an impression, you know, a memory or an impression of how you saw the world at that age. And you're trying to compare it to how she sees the world at 10 or 11. Yeah. But the truth is, none of us really know, like, exactly.
1: No, you're projecting your current, you know, life experience onto that. Yeah. Just overlaying it. And you're like, no. Yeah. You're just, you were clueless then, too. That's what I always think. I used to think, like, if I could go back to high school or junior high and do it now with the confidence I have now as an adult. Wouldn't that be great? And then you think, yeah, but no, but you're also going to have acne and hormones and all that. You're yeah. going to be, just, it'll be this exact same. Yeah. All the variables no, that you,
0: yeah, yeah, are still there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you're you're going to be like, well, with my adult sensibility, I'll know that this means nothing. This kid making fun of me on the playground means nothing. It'll still hurt you. Yep. It will hurt you just as much. When the girl rejects you or whatever, you're just, you're going to feel this exact, it's, Yeah. Just don't. So if you have a chance to go back and do it again, guys, don't do it. Yeah. Well,
0: however that scenario Whatever time up,
1: machine you're in per, current, current possession of, don't yeah, do it. Yeah. It's not going to work Or if you out. have
0: one of those big, like Tom Hanks and big type you know, opportunities to switch around, don't do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Stay a kid or stay an adult. Like, don't go the other ways. It's good advice, guys. Tom I mean, Hanks knew what he was talking about. Yeah. Speaking of Tom Hanks, I watched, we, we uh, again, date night, I uh, said he was at a friend's house. So... We went out, ate some good seafood in town, yeah. actually, and then um, we rented on demand. Uh, the Mr. The, Rogers. The Post. Oh. Have you seen I The thought Post? you were going to say. No, we, we were going to do that one. We, but we, the, we thought we were going to do The Post. What is The Post? It's Tom Hanks, Meryl Streep. <laughs> oh, the newspaper thing. Yeah, it's like uh, in the Nixon era. It was, yeah. it was fascinating. Um, you watched it with Sadie. No, oh. Sadie's at a friend's house. Oh, date night. Why are we even talking right now? I don't Do you know. know. I'm, I'm just confused. Like, oh my gosh! No, with Laura, my <laughs> wife, the adult. And so anyway, it was it was. It, she, it, and by the way, Laura fell asleep at eight thirty. Wow. And she she's a really light sleeper. Yeah. She fell asleep and like I couldn't wake her up. Like I mean I wasn't like trying like actively, but like
1: I thought well she needs to you know. Yeah, I mean, she, she usually you know after a romantic movie like The Post, you're like, oh man, <laughs> you put
0: her right to sleep. Guys,
1: I'm a uh, great, I'm on a wonderful. This is the worst date ever. I'm on a wonderful date, uh,
0: but I was so if she was sleeping so soundly, like, and we have Ace the you know our smaller dog, who uh, Laura was breathing heavy, and he every time would look at the, every breath, and kept trying to jump in her face. I'm holding the dog, she wouldn't wake up for that. Mm. But she slept from like 8:30 to like 12:30, like like a like a log, and then woke up and obviously got more situated, but. It was amazing. I mean, in 20 years, I've never seen her sleep like that. So
1: hmm. I was making sure she was breathing. It was fine. That's was good. Fun. You're holding <laughs> mirrors under her nose and such. That's good.
0: <laughs> I'm such a good date. I just put people right to sleep. Uh, That's great.
1: That's yeah, great. Well, yeah. Go ahead and check out the post, everybody. Clearly, it's... <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, I'll say this. It's a lot of dialogue and a lot of, like, historical, political... No, or, I think it would be...
1: It had good reviews.
0: Yeah. I remember it now. Yeah, but Tom Hanks is in it. That was the deal. He's He's the... I guess, the the executive editor
1: of the Washington Post. So she's yeah. the owner. Yeah, somebody said they were watching. It was a tweet when that movie came out. They said, I'm watching the Post in a movie theater in a mall. It's a broken, it's a bankrupt industry turducken <laughs> because there's no more newspapers. Yeah. And there's no more movie theaters are dying and malls are dying. Yeah, So he's like, I'm in this broken industry Truduk, and watching this thing. It's like a weird moment to have. You know, the mall that we shut down East town yeah, mall, East town mall yeah. is gone. It's the last day. And people were sending me photos. I don't know if you were getting that on your feed too. Uh, like they're like, this is the end of an era. Yeah. Like the, that's the mall. I grew up hanging out and you less so because you came there for college. Yeah, but, we did
0: car washes over there. I yeah. used to, that
1: was the mall I'd go to mm-hmm. if we were going to go to a mall.
0: So, yeah. um, I was about to ask you. I don't know, John. It was going was. It was leading there. So, ah, John. It's yeah. fine. East Town Mall in Knoxville. I saw in the Knoxville News Sentinel
1: that it which, was kind of way. I was gonna ask you. Are they? What are they turning it into? I've heard all kinds of things. I think it'll end up just they'll demolish it because how do you keep up a building like that up to code? How do you keep a yeah. mall going if, it's, if people aren't going there anymore? Which is why it was closing. You know, some mega churches have been, have moved into malls, but that's they, a big mall though. Yeah. Don't. I mean, that's a big. Doesn't church. have the big gathering space. Well, I guess you need rooms and
0: yeah. You'd have to tear out a bunch of walls and use a bunch of the parcels to make one big space, kind of thing. Uh, and that's what church should be, isn't? Tear out, tear oh, down my walls my and build up parcels.
1: Oh, it's right there. Seriously, it's right there. In the Spiritual Greek. parcels. So,
0: hey, speaking of stores, by the way, mm-hmm. some pretty exciting news. So, and a pretty cool story too about it. But yeah. uh, have we mentioned Costco yet? Um, that's a sponsor on the podcast. Oh. I don't know. They're not a sponsor. Did we talk about this? I can't remember. Oh my gosh, listener, I'm sorry. So I went to another Costco. So my book's in Costco.
1: Yeah. If I didn't say that. In Costco... You buy them in bulk, you get 12 at a time.
0: Well, they're for $9. I have one here. But no, you,
1: do you buy the book in bulk though, right? does it shrink wrap? Yeah, you buy packs. You to buy, buy, a buy the gross, sleeve. You have yeah. to buy a gross of books. Yeah, each one's different. I don't know if I want this, but... I know I don't want 144. I want the value of it, yeah. So, Sadie, when she was little, like, that was a thing
0: for me. Costco's my favorite place to buy books. Yeah. And also found out that they, uh, last year, cut their book inventory by 40%. It's a really tough book table. Like, you can't get on the book table at Costco. It's really mm-hmm. hard. And so, this book's been out like a year. And anyway, yeah. I I have a, a great publicist, an amazing publicist that, that's not even their business, that's not even yeah. their job, but we kind of creatively collaborated on you know possibilities of trying to fund a buyer at costco and we did they did and basically i didn't even know it was there someone from the staff sent me a picture of That's two a cool huge moment. stacks yeah like oh my gosh your book's in costco i was like oh my gosh but that book table when sadie was probably like five or six we stood there like at a christmas time i was like Sadie, this is daddy's favorite place to buy books and it's kind of a, a big book place yeah i was like how cool would it be what if we asked jesus like he doesn't owe daddy this at all. It's not a big deal if it never happens. And the book has to be good. And I'm not I'm not saying like just magically put this here. But what if someday Jesus thought it okay to let one of my books be in Costco? Why don't we just ask him? Like he just say no, and that's okay. But what if we just asked him? You know? And so we asked him, stood right there. And so I, I almost, what, six years later took Sadie back to that same book table, same Costco, same spot, and we look down, there's two two stacks there. So it's gonna be like it was a big moment like Yeah, it's huge. Like just 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 a big like, oh my gosh. One of those just God being kind to you kind of things. Not yeah. I get it, there's suffering in the world. I get that lots of prayers don't get answered the way we want to. This one didn't have to. But I'm just telling you, Johnny, this book and I know the sales on this book. Yeah. Like books with the number of sales that my book has don't make it to the Costco table. So, I'm not sure right now if it's an all-time. You brought those
1: books in on a dollar. Guys, I snuck them in. You have, you kicked out whatever Dan Brown. And then started buying them as I, after I snuck them in and paying the people. And you stand there, what is this? Beautiful. Oh my gosh.
0: So, but I didn't know if it was just in the Franklin one. And so we we had to go to the Bellevue one. We had a funeral over there. And, uh, they're in Bellevue, too. So now I'm wondering if they're, like, regional. I wonder if they're in other Costco's. What if it's national? Listener, I need you to go to your local Costco. Hashtag and find John's book. Let me know if there's a, a ultimate guy for the avid endorsement there or not. And if it is, I need you. Take a photo. To not just take a photo and post it, but maybe buy one. Buy a like, book. I need you to, like, because they're cheap. They're $9 normally $15. Johnny, that's almost a $6. No, sorry, they're $8. That's almost a, a $7 value. <sighs> You know, pass the
1: savings right yeah. on to you, the Costco customer. But it's pretty cool, and then we bought one uh, at Bellevue. What do you make out of that eight dollars? Oh, I'm, guys, I'm
0: making nothing.
1: Well, then they should definitely do it. Yeah,
0: like I'm not making, I'm not making anything off you doing this. I'm so far away from making money on off of like sales in a store. That's not how that's not how book money generally works. Book money works; they pay you in advance, you write it, and then you're earning it back with the sales kind of thing. So, but to get even to royalties, then it's like a small percentage of it based off of so.
1: You yeah. could be royalty from this and guess I might amazing. end up being
0: I'm gonna rejoin the royal family after the family. Well, they've got an opening. They have an opening, yeah, absolutely. They but do. we were going through the checkout Yeah. and this was crazy. The lady checking us out was, you know, going of course, you know, Costco's a three hundred dollar toll. Like there's no way you yeah. go. You mm-hmm. might as well so we literally bought nothing and spent two hundred dollars. And so, like, um she picked up the book and goes, Huh, that's good. And Passing on, yeah.
1: I looked at Laura and she looked at me. Wait a minute, you bought your own book, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> all right, oh, absolutely. Sure. I did. I didn't and buy then, like 10 of them or anything. I didn't and like... then she commented on it, yeah.
0: And I didn't say anything.
1: She didn't flip over the book jacket and see your photo or My anything. My photo's not on the back. Oh, that would have been so yeah. great.
0: I don't have a photo in this book, do I? Am I on the back? God,
1: I've been great. I am. Look very bad. I'm in the very That's back. That's so funny, like, yeah. But so I mean, open She looks, looks at you, looks at the photo, <laughs> hmm. interesting. <laughs> There's <laughs> a there's a desperate artist. Oh yeah, Bob. Bob you go back Bob. around and do it again with like a, a no, funny nose and glasses. Well, <laughs> it like, oh, must have one of
0: these. Oh my goodness.
1: And a different accent every time. John, I only have like two accents, so yeah.
0: that would not work out well. Was he Scottish or Australian? I really couldn't tell. No, the the deal is, I'm not gonna ask the listeners or yeah. my friends to do anything that I don't do. Right. So,
1: but my publicist is like, hey I'm gonna go. I don't have a Costco membership. My publicist so is like, hard. look,
0: get people to buy at least this initial around if you can because it just shows it's just called selling through people understand the book industry the book industry everything in a store is returnable mm-hmm. to the publisher yeah it's the it's one of the only industries just like that
1: yeah d- no dvds are like that yeah i've had christian bookstores oh yeah we didn't sell them so here's 30 Here back go. and then you got to buy them back they
0: give them back yeah and so yep. like it's a until it sells through it doesn't matter man you could be like oh my gosh we put twenty thousand books in stores and if none of them sell, then someone's just sitting with twenty thousand books in a warehouse, yeah. and the publisher's eating it. You know, so, um, so I'm trying to help a few sell through. You know, it's kind of like Johnny. If you had a clogged drain, you know, I just pulled one little part out, hoping that maybe it'll start to push the rest on through. And you know what? So your book
1: it? is the hair and good clogged, clogged drain.
0: I'm not really good at marketing. No, I don't know if you notice you need this. to work on I don't this Advertise bitch. very well. So, <laughs> but yeah, hey, go to your Costco though, and, and for real, send me a picture, like email it to us or something. Like it'd be a big deal. Be a part. Of the movement, Johnny.
1: You know? This is the drain thing again. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, your whole... Uh, I'm not going to go back to your fart thing, but... Be a part of the movement. Yeah. JohnDriver.com. Yeah. It's wonderful. Absolutely. It's
0: mm-hmm. pretty fun. It's pretty cool. I was that's pretty amazing, dude. Yeah.
1: I mean, I had... Uh, I had... Uh, I would say it's similar because mine was really anticlimactic, but my national TV debut happened... Uh, while I was in Los Angeles, dude, that's, that's awesome. awesome. And, uh, no the name, one, of the name of the network is circle circle. And it's, it's run by the Opry, the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah. And it's, it's supposed supposedly it's in a bunch of markets. It's, they said they're in 70 million homes, but it's, it's like on a, it's an open air antenna channel. So you have yeah. to rescan your TV to get it. It's not on cable networks yet. Yeah. And, uh, so I didn't know how to promote it. I was like, it's not in Nashville market. Right. Which is weird. So I couldn't. Hey, make sure you tune in at eight p.m. tonight. Right. So I just didn't say anything. And then I had a Facebook friend who. I, I'm in the. I'm at home, and this is what I see. And it was a picture of me. And I was like, Oh yeah, that was tonight. So it felt weird, but I was on TV. It's amazing. There man. you go, Maya. Uh, wow. My stand up set uh, uh, is uh, is out there. Hopefully, they're going to keep looping it as it gets picked up by more providers. Do you know what people
0: who care about us it. on the podcast? Hey, you guys could go rescan your television. You can and pick up Circle.
1: You can pick up – it's actually good. It's like a country lifestyle network, kind of yeah. like Great American Country used to be or Nashville Network. Yeah. I think that's kind of what their demographic is. But it's got – got some really cool shows already. Yeah. Uh, they've got one. It's like um, Singer-Songwriters in the Round or like – it's like the Bluebird yeah. Cafe. It's kind of that whole thing of like following somebody's story that's a singer-songwriter. Right. So they have a lot of cool shows, and one of them is this Stand-Up – Stand-Up Nashville is what it's called. Nice. Live from Zanies. So yeah, I had a good set and and they so it made made it to air. So that's something. That's huge, man. But yeah, I'm proud of you. You know, these are just Mark John, it doesn't. I don't have me, I don't have silver medals hanging up like you do over there, but <sighs> What it's, am I going to do with those, by the way? I don't know. They they're just hanging I there. I going to do something with them, don't I? I mean, should I just put them in a drawer? No. I don't want you to put them in a drawer. I want to make
0: fun of you My for them. My wife wants to put them like in a shadow box kind of thing cuz I have the first oh. place thing and then but is that going to be like, like your military hero? No. To have like this, okay, this was a cool moment. God, let me do this book, and it won a few awards, and here's like a, a, a remembrance of it. But then,
1: I, every one of my friends is gonna be like, "Oh, you think you're a big deal?" Now? Well, that's why. Like, oh, I have, yeah, I have a lot of, stubble. Yeah, I yeah. have a lot of posters from shows I've done, and uh, they're just in my garage. Most of them. I have two hanging up. One of them is one I did with Tim. That I'm like, the, it's the first church they ever put my photo with Tim on the poster. Yeah. So I was like, I'm keeping this. So I, t- I asked the church if I could have it. This was like 2013. I'm like, can I have this? And I f- I flew home with it. Nice. And then, so that's the one. I have it hanging up because I was like, hey, Tim helped me pay for this house. So this is like, I told Tim that. I was like, this is like a ton or you. This is the w- this is your wing of the house, <laughs> which he laughed. He's like, no, it's so funny. And you're right. Uh, you're right. <laughs> I did do a lot for you. But then I, I have one other poster because I did an event with like Lecrae and some other like big, you know, CCM leaders. And I was like, well, this is kind of a cool thing. And it was a cool poster. But I have... Probably three dozen other cool – and I just have them – because I don't want to have a shrine to myself in my own home. It feels weird. Yeah. But it also feels weird to just ignore that you – That cool things have happened. And, yeah. yeah. So I don't know what to do with them. It feels like false humility to not put them right. up too.
0: He's like I'm denying
1: I – mean, I don't know. I mean would you w- – like? I feel like people that know me would know he's not just doing this to build a shrine to himself the right. people that don't know me and would judge me, I don't care about those people. I should you not care about those people.
0: You know when they crossed the Jordan River and God said take the 12 stones and make a monument right. and then so you could remind your kids in the future that mm-hmm. this is what God did for us, you know. I guess somebody could walk along and be like, "What's up with this monument?"
1: Right. Who do you think you Look are? Look at these guys, they're only yeah, yeah they're doing like, this
0: to uh, you know, glorify themselves. I suppose it matters what you do with it. You know, if it does glorify, you know, and I do, I, I'm a guy who struggles with pride, so I guess part of me doesn't want to, you know, but I, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like I live in the light with that, so that I don't. So pride does, pride does not control me in, in in most cases because I mean I'm constantly dealing with it with other people. Like, hey, if you see this in me, you know, yeah. I mean, I think all of my friends, I think, know that if I cross in, that I would expect to be corrected. I'm not, I'm not looking to yeah. Johnny. You would do that, right?
1: Yeah, well, and I do, I mean, we tease you, that's what I'm saying, even as I tease you about your metals, yeah. I think it's cool. Like, I, there's no reason for you to be like, oh, let's hide these in a drawer. Oh, no.
0: I'm going to let them shine. That's, Wait, right. that's not don't how it does. Does. Yeah. <laughs> Where is my bushel? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll do something with it. But then I got to, I don't
1: know. Then you got to get frames, oh. and you got to buy. Well, you, you have scrapbookers in this church that'll.
0: Can I guarantee you something? Probably a year from now, we'll still be talking about this, and those medals will be hanging right there in that coat rack. Yeah, that's
1: going to be that's the guy thing of like. Yeah,
0: it's going to no just activity. Keep, yeah. No, I'll keep I'll keep thinking about it, and then we'll see. <laughs> so, hey, listener, we really appreciate you guys spending some time with us today on a Monday. Uh, we didn't even talk about the Super Bowl at all, but uh, you you were pulling for the Chiefs, weren't you?
1: I was pulling for the Chiefs because I whenever. Whenever my team's not in it, yeah. I root for the I default to the most cursed team. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So the Chiefs, fifty years without, you know, a championship, they are who I was rooting for. Andy <laughs> Reid, he's been like the bridesmaid so many yeah, times. Never made it. How
0: crazy when they had Joe Montana. a lovely field.
1: bridesmaid, by the way. Oh he is. <laughs> oh my goodness, his mustache. A handsome woman. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Joe Montana had played for both those teams. That was that was a
1: strange. Yeah, thing there for was me. a tweet he put out a few, couple weeks ago. He was like uh I have a feeling my team's going to win it. Yeah. Win it all. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah I saw it that. And they had both jerseys it. in the yeah. photo or whatever. Yeah, it was great. That's great. But
0: no, it was a it was a it was a really good game.
1: Yeah. For a Super Bowl, I mean. The comeback had it all. Had, yeah. to had to come back.
0: The back. The defense
1: to... shut Mahomes down for most of it and then he came on and Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's explosive.
1: Yeah. Thing, 21 straight points. You can't give him
0: like one playoff. Like mm-hmm. he's he'll make you pay. So but uh anyway, speaking well, of pay, have you guys checked out Patreon? Oh, <laughs> boom. <laughs> We know that you haven't because we see the the stats, but we'd love for you to go check out Patreon if you want to be a part of supporting what we're doing here and talk about that. That'd be fun. I mean, I'm, I'm kidding, mostly. No. But no, we would, you know, it is, it is, we do it, appreciate our patrons. patrons. Yeah, the patrons that are there, we mean a lot. Uh, you mean a lot to us. And, we mean we, a lot to you, <laughs> we, we hope. mean a lot to you as well. But, uh, <laughs> Hey, check it out. Follow Johnny on all of his socials, and especially Instagram as he rebuilds his life that's in shambles.
1: Uh, <laughs> like a phoenix from the ashes. Yeah.
0: Go, uh, go check out Circle Network on that. Uh, head to your local Costco. Yeah, you can go
1: to Circle Network, and uh, it'll you can put your zip code in, and it'll tell you wh- where you can find it. Oh, nice. It's got a whole like uh, database there. There you and go. Go to Costco, buy John's book.
0: Yes, even if you already have it. like Make an investment in the future of our family
1: please
0: yeah okay <laughs> no i that it means a lot thanks to all who have bought it and read it and all those things it's fun so uh, we'll be back next week though and have more to talk about send us your questions your, your, your topics things you want us to do we're approaching episode 100 oh, and yeah. uh, that's, that's pretty exciting we have uh, a couple special things planned for that day it should be fun but uh, right now we're just glad to be with you on this Monday and we'll see you next time when we we'll talk about that